came in hot again. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Hi, everybody. Rob Riggle here. I'm Sarah Tiana. With us, as always, Gary, shirtless wonder. <laughs> <laughs> That's not like the big one. Screw off. Yeah, she. Hi, everybody. Um, so, uh, hot, hot out of the <laughs> gates. Uh, so much going on. Um, Normally, we're going to do. We're going to talk about turds today because it's been a while since we talked about turds. Um, yeah, we got a lot. We and got. not not for the new listeners. Not, I'm not talking about a number two. I'm talking about people who <laughs> yeah. are number two. We just have a backlog of turd nominees, and we were like, we need to do an episode where we just highlight some of these. Mm-hmm. You know, some some of the heroes of our great nation <laughs> of North, the North American Turd Award possible so, nominee. Gary. Uh, thinks it's funny to uh, Google alert anything <laughs> Kansas related. So if a, a Kansas man does something stupid like a Florida man generally does, mm-hmm. um, Gary gets gets it and well, then sent, and then brings it up for discussion. So I asked Gary, well, "Where are you from, smart guy?" And he couldn't remember. <laughs> so that's sad. Yeah, um, it is sad. But actually, Gary is from California, which is that's low hanging fruit. Yeah. So I just let it go. That's how he stays so thin. Yeah. Steady diet, low hanging fruit. <laughs> Gary the shirtless wonder. Um, yeah, but there, I mean, we all saw the Kansas City Chiefs parade. There were plenty of Turd oh. Award nominations. I mean, there was a car chase to start, <laughs> there was a guy with his pants down that fell out of a tree, and then another guy <laughs> ran into a, a parking meter trying to catch a, a football from Patrick Mahomes. I mean, that all happened within an hour. It was a hot day in the city. <laughs> Even though it was a cold day, it was, it was snowing, a hot one. But it was a hot day. I'm telling you, you've been to, you've been to beloved KC. Yeah. You know the good times, and when the people get to drinking, the people the good times get to rolling, and that means take your pants off and climb in a tree, <laughs> fall out of it. Hey, that man. means that means if there's a roadblock, fuck it, man, run it. What else is what better thing to do on a Wednesday <laughs> than fall out of a tree? Got to get that big day drunk going, <laughs> that big day hammered. Oh, it's good anyway. stuff. They had the time of their life. They. Mm-hmm. Had the time of their life. Hey, sign me up for like one of those singing competitions. <laughs> for real, Gary. Fuck, man. Gary's not even looking at me. He I fell know. down again. Ow. Gary, <laughs> can you give us some turd noms? Is there any uh, any, well, ones, any favorites of yours? Sure. There was one that I liked that was submitted on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Podcast. It comes from Aaron DeGroat, and he wrote a little note with it, but we'll, we'll get to that after we, we read the story. DeGroat. Are you saying that right? It's D-E capital G-R-O-A-T. I don't know DeGroat. how else you would. He's DeGaut. DeGaut. <laughs> is it like Gal Gadot? Because it is called uh, Gadot, but everybody says Godot. Yeah, Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman, right? Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, is. she is. What's that? What's that? <laughs> all right, too. Yeah, that's, that's what she is. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, so Aaron submits this story. Victor Morell allegedly attacked a drug dealer, stabbed him, and robbed him of a briefcase full of meth. When the man fired back, Morell called the cops. Morell, 33, met the victim who has not been publicly identified on Grinder, a hookup app, after he heard the man was a drug dealer. 
Uh, when the two met at the victim's apartment in uh, Bonton Beach, Florida, Morell allegedly punched the man in the head, grabbed the briefcase, and bolted. As he ran for the door, the, he hit the briefcase against the door, causing a small gun to fall, fall out of it. Jesus. Outside, Morell allegedly pulled out his knife and stabbed the man in the back, who had picked up the gun, and the man allegedly fired two shots as Morell drove away, hitting his front windshield and the driver's side window, at which point Morell called police. Hold on a second. That seemed like 80 things just happened. It's a Florida man. That seemed like a, a year's worth of a story. There was a lot happening. Now, if I caught it all, this is how I'm going to write Reader's what? Digest. Yeah, can you try to recap all that, right. Rob? Two guys uh, hook up on uh, Grinder. Uh, they one guy goes over to the other guy's apartment for a little bit of the uh, you know in and out, <laughs> and then uh, he decides that in Florida. <laughs> then he decides this guy's a drug dealer, so he's got the goods. So he Wait, says, "Who decides that?" One of the guys. The guy that comes over. Yeah, the guy that comes over to the He's apartment. He's like, oh, there's, some little, there's a little extra here. Yeah, there's maybe a little something for the effort. So I'll, <laughs> I'll take, I'm going to relieve you of these drugs in this, in this briefcase. Uh-huh. I'm going to make a mad dash for the door. He hits the door. Gun falls out. Scuffle ensues. He grabs the gun, the briefcase. He gets in his car. The guy stabs him in the back. He turns around. Uh, and, and he, Well, the guy gets in the car. And the guy outside the car, the drug dealer, has the gun. And puts a couple rounds into the windshield and the side window, and then the guy driving thinks he's the victim here. <laughs> after <laughs> the just, guy that stole the after truck. just stealing and robbing him uh, because he was shot at. Okay, and uh, so that's. But he has a knife in his back. The guy driving away, or the knife in the back is the guy shooting. I think the gentleman who fired was the one who had the knife in his back. <laughs> well, that that takes a lot of. Yeah, that's self-defense. I mean, a guy tried to stab you with a knife. I think you're justified in trying to kill them. And he also has a briefcase full of your meth. Yeah. That, thank you, Gary. He has well, a briefcase full of your meth. That you worked very hard you on. Know, it's it, not easy to meth, make. Meth doesn't cook itself. <laughs> you know? It's like, I'm a fucking, sh- I'm, you know, Gordon Ramsay in my kitchen. Yeah. I'm the Gordon Ramsay of meth. <laughs> And I, and For this I, town in Florida, people come. People come from all around to get you mean my Florida? meth. Florida. <laughs> all right. So these guys both are turds. <laughs> yeah. Would you say is that it is fair? a turd on turd crime? Hold on a second. I don't even know. <laughs> that just went on a big board. Two turds, Florida. How do you even be the judge in court? How are? You, how do you even like? You know got, where to start. Well, you got to break it down. I want to sex you up. That's how it started <laughs> on Grinder. Yes. Okay. Okay. After the sex play, it was time for the robbery. Okay. Then the robbery. Then the assault with a deadly weapon. And then the attempted murder. It's like gay hustlers. I'm the, telling you, this, this is a... If this hustlers is a, was gay dudes... This is a movie. It might not even be gay. They might just be dudes that enjoy a male company every once in a while. <laughs> That's a new thing. I want to sex <laughs> you up. I think Rob just likes singing. Who sings that song? Um, Let's keep it that way. I think it's John Denver. <laughs> John Denver. Wasn't it John? Gary, look it up. I think it was John Denver. <laughs> it was the uh, uh, Color Me Bad? I think it was. Color Me Bad? Is that right? Was I right? Color Me Bad. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I was close though. With Color John Denver. you wrong. I was close <laughs> from was their close. album New Jack City. Oh yeah, of course. Well, I think look again, Gary. I like the old Jack City. Look again, <laughs> Gary. I think John Denver wrote it, but Color Me Bad performed it. 
Nope. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway. Was it written in Denver? Maybe that's the – where's where I'm getting confused. <laughs> All right. Give us another one, Gary. And don't go so fast. God damn, You can't Gary. think that quick. You got That one was so layered. That was like a seven-layer burrito dip. God, well, before must... we go on, I think we should read uh, the comment that Aaron sent with this one. And thank you, Aaron, for submitting on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Podcast. Um, he said, surprise, surprise, he's a Florida man. And oh, did I mention they hooked up to make a drug deal on Grinder? <laughs> also, I made $1,000 on the Chiefs last week betting solely on Rob Riggle's belief in Patrick Mahomes. I owe you guys one. I'm going to pass on the Jayhawks going very deep in the NCAA tournament, though. Sheer will only goes so far. Well, you're welcome on many counts, and you're also wrong, <laughs> sir. So play it how you want to play it, but uh, I'm in, I'm all about making that. I'm making the Benjamins. Ask anybody. That's what I'm about. <laughs> it's your voice crack. That's what I'm about. I'm in it. That's what I'm about. Ask anybody. Take it easy, Riggle. No! You gotta take it easy. You're an idiot. Um, That's great. All right. We had another one coming out of Florida that was submitted by multiple fans, including uh, Ian Hillgartner and Kyle Foy. Um, Two men were not discreet in their plans to sell drugs in the Florida panhandle, according to officials. The Florida Highway Patrol arrested two men suspected of drug trafficking after troopers pulled them over on Saturday and found drugs in a bag labeled bag full of drugs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh shit that's the best <laughs> was it in, right next to their sock full of needles <laughs> i've seen pictures of this bag by the way it does, it's, it's not like it was written with a sharpie they went to the hot topic and bought a bag that says bag, bag full, full of, of drugs. drugs oh my god <laughs> i mean that's really good if uh, by you're the way, on I drugs live- you probably need something labeled where your drugs are. I lived in the panhandle of Florida for a brief moment Mm -hmm. in time, and this is right on par. This sounds (laughs) sounds incredibly accurate. Oh, yeah. This is some Panama City Pensacola shit if I ever smelled it. Yes. I lived in Pensacola. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. Military. Yes. Um, I went to flight school in Pensacola, and I'm telling you, (laughs) we always carried around a big bag of drugs, labeled (laughs) bag of drugs. (laughs) We also had bag of guns. We had uh, uh, yeah. We had tube of bullets. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Duffel of dynamite. I mean, we just label shit. Mm-hmm. You just label it. Yeah, yeah. You have to. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. We just had a you know open handful of flour. <laughs> it's a great way to store. Yeah, it. we had one that just said, "This is flour, definitely not cocaine." <laughs> was one bag. <laughs> so, so wait, they got pulled over. Yeah, that's right. Wait. <laughs> was that the end of the story? Just that was the a, end of the story. Oh, it I was. think that was a perfectly yeah, good story. Yeah, no. Look, uh, if the cop couldn't crack that one. <laughs> that would be that would have been the other turn award part if the cop let them go. It was yeah. like, nobody's this dumb. Yeah. Surely there's no drugs in the bag labeled bag of drugs. <laughs> you guys carry on. It seems like a super troopers plot line. <laughs> it doesn't seem real. Right? Bag full of <clears throat> drugs. I'm not falling for that again. You guys drive slafy. Slow it down a little bit. <clears throat> let me just, uh, let me just, I'll just put it next to this cooler o- open containers. <laughs> sure, I'll hold your beer while you get your license. 
You weren't drinking this, right? You weren't, yeah. You were just holding it. Good, 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 good. <laughs> I know. The tops fall off all the time. Yeah. Happens to me. Well, thank you for keeping Florida clean. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, I definitely think this one goes up on the big board. There it is. It's on um, the big board. I'm into it. Thank you. Who was that? Ian and... That was from Ian Hillgardner and Kyle Foy, amongst others. I believe that one came in from a lot of people. Uh, Shocking. Thank you, guys. Um, Let's stick down in Florida, because, you know, why not? Uh, George Hinkle submitted this one. A Florida man dressed in an Easter Bunny costume has been arrested after allegedly fleeing the scene of a hit-and-run motorcycle crash. Wait. Just hold on a second. What a process. He was fleeing the scene of a hit-and-run motorcycle crash wearing an Easter... Bunny, bunny outfit. Okay. So far, that tracks. Okay. This was not around Easter, by the way. Florida <laughs> Highway Patrol. <laughs> Florida Highway Patrol said that Antoine Tyreek McDonald, on January 16th, as he was trying to evade authorities in the aftermath of a motorcycle crash, uh, the arrest was. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry. The arrest was not the first time McDonald had been spotted wearing an Easter Bunny costume under unusual circumstances. In April 2019, much closer to Easter, but he was the star of a viral video after being caught on camera brawling at an Orlando on an Orlando sidewalk while wearing the same outfit. The latest incident began when McDonald allegedly crashed his motorcycle into a carport, damaging a vehicle underneath before fleeing the scene of the crime. McDonald is believed to ignore a stop sign before hitting the chain link fence and flipping the motorcycle into the carport. A witness saw him hobbling away from the accident site. And I don't have it here, but when I was researching this story, I believe that he had taken his damaged motorcycle, gone back to his home, and gotten into another vehicle that he was laying in the back seat of wearing the costume, hoping that it would disguise him from police who eventually pulled over that SUV. Wow. And they were like, we Lots caught of... you because you have a broken rabbit's foot. Uh, because you're in a giant rabbit outfit. <laughs> and you wear this outfit when you are up to uh, mischief. No good. Because you fight on the sidewalk in it, and then you crash into cars and hit and run with it. <laughs> and my thought is, and I'm just spitballing here. Okay. Obviously, this guy's a stupid idiot mm-hmm. because he hid in the backseat in the bunny outfit. Like, that's the most distinguishable thing about you. But I think – have you heard of these furries? Yes. Gary, I know you know what it is. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. So furries, for those who don't know, are people who like to dress up in these outfits Costumes. like animals, like, like bunnies and squirrels and, and uh, almost like a mascot kind of costume. And then they like to do it in the butt. <laughs> I don't know if it's just the butt. Huh? Isn't I don't it? know if it's strictly the butt. <laughs> I, I wasn't no. aware of that twist I either. I'm pretty I, sure. I wasn't. I'm pretty sure. They do it in the butt. Okay. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know if it's exclusive. <laughs> they wrote but. a song, Do In The Butt. Uh-huh. Ooh-hoo, do In The Butt. Do In Doing The yeah, Butt. Yeah, that's what I said. Not Do It In do The in Butt. The butt. Do it in the butt? <laughs> no. Huh? Doing the butt. It's anyway. It's just a dance where you move your butt. I'm familiar with that viral hit. <laughs> anyway, these furries. <laughs> yes. They like to make love in their mascot uniforms. Mm-hmm. And rabbits don't have sex. We all know that. No. Of course they don't. <laughs> so anyway, I think this guy um, has sex in his uh, costume, and then he gets all keyed up about it and starts fights and wrecks cars and generally causes mischief. I feel like that happens when people don't get enough sex. 
Yeah, but this guy, that's what's, that's why he's so weird. He's from Florida. That's what Florida guys, that's what Florida furries do. Uh-huh. Everybody else calms down, has a smoke. Right. No, not this guy. He's all jazzed up, all hopped up, pun intended. <laughs> hopped up. <laughs> <laughs> hopped up on dress. And then they oh. do it in the butt. <laughs> Again, I don't have any proof. I'm just guessing here. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much I like this guy. Uh, I don't. I think he's real trouble. He's but, starting fights on the sidewalk dressed as a bunny. That's make, that's hard to fight that guy. It's kind of like the end of Home Alone when they catch the wet bandits and they're like, well, now we know every house that you've hit <laughs> because you called yourself the wet bandits. Yeah. yeah. And you turned on – you have the same the calling house, card. Yeah, your yeah. calling card. So this guy's calling card is that he does mischief. Dressed as a bunny. Dressed as a bunny. If he changed costumes, then that would make more sense. Yeah, no, not this guy. He's well. He's, in the first encounter in the in the sidewalk fight, he was coming to the aid of someone who was getting beat up. So he may oh. have gone viral wearing the bunny costume for something oh. vaguely positive, and decided that this was now going to be his thing. He had made it. I so he, he I'm had speculating. A, he had a hero moment. He it was positive. Oh, so he was trying to be a hero, and he probably was trying to do something fun, fancy on his motorcycle, and then crashed it. And trying, was trying to be to, like a stuntman. Trying to get away from the scene of the crime. Oh, that makes him more of a turd. <laughs> Why? Because he wasn't trying to fall. You know uh, what I mean? Like yeah. he he like like he wasn't he was trying to do something um good, something that he thought was good, but it so was is that, awful. Is it that is it that is it that, that, that uh Moonchausen by proxy where you try to be a hero? <laughs> So you, you create situations that don't really exist so that you can come in at the last second and be the hero? Um, Is that what he was doing? Was he Munchausen by proxy? <laughs> Munchausen by yes. He was. Yes, sure. He was. So he's he's having sex? <laughs> in the butt. <laughs> yeah. And, and then he stopped. And he's got Munchausen by proxy. <laughs> no, I think I think you are all over the map with this guy. Trust me. I, I got this guy pegged. <laughs> I know exactly who he is. Speaking of pegging, that's what he's also into. Oh. Uh, I don't even know what that is. It sounds really gross. Um, so we've just put three in the Florida wow. section of the big board because Florida does have its own section on the big board. That's a lot of that's a lot of people to put up on the big board. It's Gary, are you already, looking at porn? It's only February. I'm not. I'm looking at turds. I'm getting ready for the next story. Oh, hit, so it, hit us! Hit us! All right. Uh, on February 3rd, 36-year-old Mickey Pollock faced the Limestone County judge, Limestone County, Alabama, judge on a possession uh, on charge of possession of a wild animal. During his arraignment back in July, he pled not guilty to the charge. In 2019, Limestone County Sheriff's Office employees said they received tips that Pollock had an, quote, attack squirrel that he fed meth to keep aggressive. <laughs> Deputies searched the home on Piney Chapel Road and said they found meth, drug Wait. paraphernalia, body armor, ammunition, and the squirrel. <laughs> Wait, well, what's the name of the road that he lives on? Piney Chapel. <laughs> you know, Piney Chapel down in Limestone, Alabama. <laughs> it just sounds like the sweetest road ever. And then you go down that road and you get attacked by a meth-fed squirrel. <laughs> Can I tell you something? It used to be. It used to be the sweetest lane in Limestone. <laughs> limestone. But now it's a hellhole <laughs> where, they, where they hop up. Squirrels on crystal meth and phetamine, and they train him to be an attack squirrel, a death squirrel. 
to protect the crystal meth laboratory. Going after nuts. Yeah. Men's nuts. That's what, when you're training squirrels how to attack a man's nuts, <laughs> this world has gone crazy. This world's upside down. Why did this guy start training a squirrel? To protect his lab. <laughs> his lab? Oh, yeah, his crystal so meth he lab. he has a meth lab. He wasn't just... Why else would you train a squirrel to attack nuts? <laughs> just for fun. Because you're <laughs> bored in Alabama. And because you're smoking crystal meth all day. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I did love be it. funny. Did you say they found body armor, too? That's right. Yeah, body armor. <laughs> so they were training the squirrel. You know this guy's going... Let him out! <laughs> and the, the squirrel, just armor. like a flying squirrel, just comes flinging out of the cage and latches right onto his armor nuts. <laughs> the squirrel in Christmas vacation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And just a flying squirrel just lands right on his squirrel. right on his back and just bites into it, and he's shaking it, and it's just <laughs> and you can't you beat they're beating it with a stick, they can't get it off. Have you ever been attacked by a squirrel? No. <laughs> I had to think about he it. Did to I had to think about it. Because I want to make sure I, I had to think. Because I'm like, ah, I've been attacked by a lot. Not a squirrel. Yeah. Squirrels can get territorial, though. They're no joke. Like, they can, they're not afraid. They will make a lot of noise. Normally, because they're so squeamish and light of foot, they run up a tree so quick, and you're like, oh, whatever. There's one outside our front door. We have a big tree in our front yard, yeah. and there's a squirrel that lives in that tree that just torments my dog because they're. they're we have a window in the living room and it looks out on that tree and we always keep the window open it's like his little tv maverick it's like maverick will just watch that tv all day like oh. he'll look out that window all day and we, wants a piece of that thing and then he sees that squirrel and he's like motherfucker and that squirrel's just chewing on a nut looking at him like what are you gonna do about it <laughs> what are you gonna do about it in there yeah. boss yeah because huh? i'm up here i can stay up here all day fool. All i might even jump on your roof <laughs> why not I'll just see the squirrel. The squirrel will literally turn around and flick its little tail up yeah. and down, like. <laughs> yeah, and then and then it was probably smoking a Marlboro Red. You yeah. flick the red at him. <laughs> so clean that up, dog. No. Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that squirrel is not nice, and it's a nasty squirrel. But it's got nothing on crystal meth attack squirrel. Yeah. Does he have the name for a name for that squirrel? Uh, well. Death Merchant. I don't know. This this took a weird turn because Rob made an interesting point. So I searched to see if the guy had a YouTube, and he does. Oh no! It's oh, not Christ. as funny when you're actually looking. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> He's calling it Mess Squirrel on his YouTube channel, Phil. I guess that's his name for it. Oh man, Peter's gonna come after that guy. Oh yeah, that guy's in some oh. deep. He's got bigger trouble. problems than Peter. <laughs> you know who else has problems? There's a guy in Albuquerque, New Mexico, who was arrested during a prostitution sting. Uh, he, the, the, uh, gentleman rode his bike up to an undercover APD officer posing as a prostitute. They agreed on a Wait, price. Wait, the gentleman was a, it was a gentleman prostitute? No, no, no. it was a, it was a male prostitute, a male, uh, male offender who rode his bike up to a female undercover APD officer posing as a prostitute. Okay. Uh, he attempted, he engaged her and attempted to negotiate. They came to an agreement. And the gentleman apparently asked for her number because he wasn't going to have enough money to pay her until Friday. At this point, the officer looked at the Chili's to-go bag that he had, asked what was in it. He said a hamburger, and she said, that can be my payment. He said, okay, and they arrested him. Wait. Okay. Let me, let, let, you know, look. Obviously, this John is, you know, he's, he's a, you know, he's looking to get laid. Got it. But at that point when he's like, I don't have the money, 
that comes down to the cop's judgment. So this is why – Because the cop should just say, uh, you know, get, hit it. Get lost. This is why I put this you know one I mean? on like, here right. because the headline was gentleman attempts to pick up prostitute by paying her with burger. And then I read the story and that doesn't exactly sound like it's how it went down. No. She coaxed him into giving her the burger as payment. Right. And that's that like, feels like trapment. A real prostitute would not be like, you could just pay me with a hamburger. I'm not saying this like, guy's innocent. That should have been the guy's first clue yeah. that she yeah. wasn't a real prostitute. That's right. Well, I don't think this guy's a wizard either. <laughs> you don't think? Well, it sounds like he's living his best life with a Chili's cheeseburger and some pussy. Yeah. What? Not. Can you cut that out? He's not. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> he's, he wasn't on his a bike ride from MIT is what you're saying. <laughs> he doesn't go to school there. Well, I mean, look, he, the guy is, you know, he's he's doing wrong. Okay, no one's saying he's doing right. He's doing wrong, and it, you know he he's going to get busted, and he probably did. He did. It just feels like, you know, there was a natural stopping point where right it, where the cop could have taken. And- yeah, but he but she like was like, no, I'm going to get this guy. So did, whatever it takes. Where did this happen? What town? Well, that one's in Albuquerque. Yeah, New Mexico. Yeah. New Mexico. This is where. First of all, I don't really think prostitution is like that big of an offense, you know, because it's like legal in Nevada. It's legal in a lot of places. Yeah. In the around the world. About that that's actually a big uh, uh there's a big push going on right now to legalize the sex industry. Yeah, sex sex workers are yeah, sex workers, workers as well, yeah. you know, people can do whatever and job there's, they there's want. interesting arguments to be made on both sides of that though. Yeah, it's not something that I need in my life, but if other people need it, Great. I think it could cut down on <laughs> I think it could cut down on, you know, people using violence to get what they need. People Absolutely. Need satisfaction, so fine. Well, if you could make it safe. Yeah, sure. Cuz it's going Here's the thing. It's going to happen. Yes. So you can either make it safe or not make it safe. And why not tax it? <laughs> And that's another point. Draw, I mean, look. You at, know, look. The government's always looking for a revenue stream. I'm just always. And, and think about it. It's a double. It's like it's like uh, decriminalizing marijuana. Marijuana. Yeah. You know, you you clear up the courts, you clear up the jails, you clear, and you collect money on it. Now, but you also have, have to talk about the fabric of society. Like, there are people that can. There that industry. People get victimized in that industry. Women, especially, obviously, women. Mm-hmm. Uh, are victimized tremendously in that industry. So, but a lot of that is because they can't press charges because that what they're doing is illegal in the first place. So, if they could press charges because they're working a legal profession, you know, they could they could maybe bring more people charges against people who mistreat them at their jobs if their jobs were legalized. You know, I'm just saying that like if they have to pay taxes, as you know, like why not? I mean. That marijuana has gotten us as California out of a deficit. Has it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has it really? I mean, yeah, I know, we, I'm, I'm sure we were, it's lucrative. I have no doubt. I just didn't know it had, had that kind of impact. Big time. Good. Big time. Good. Yeah, now we're, we have a surplus. What? And, yeah. Well, let me tell you why we have a surplus in California. It's because they tax the hell out of everybody in the state. Well, but marijuana, like I went to buy some for my dog, right? And uh, I think it was forty dollars in the store, but with taxes, it was seventy. <sighs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so it's I'm just crazy. saying that, like, it's or it might have been sixty. So it's like fifty percent. I know. So I'm just saying, like, that's how much because the stores have to pay so much to California. So I'm just saying, like, you know, why not just tax people who do drugs and use prostitutes? <laughs> 
Why not? Okay. If they're going to tax the shit out of me and I don't do any of that stuff, <laughs> exactly. I want them to tax the people who are lazy pieces yeah. of shit that can't get laid. <laughs> that, <laughs> you please, should pay your fair share. Please run for office and make that your whole campaign. Please do it. Just saying. That would be the best. Sarah Tiana for <laughs> California representative. I'm going to tax all those lazy pieces of shit that can't get laid. Yay! Yeah. Gary, you'd vote for her. I'd vote for her. I'd vote for. I'd vote for you too, Sarah. (laughs) God bless you. I'd definitely put a sign that says that on my lawn. (laughs) (laughs) Gary, if you don't already have that on your lawn, I'd be shocked. Gary's in his lawn a lot, (laughs) usually without a shirt on and with flashing lights all around. That's where my recliner is, and that's where my wife makes me sleep. (laughs) That's where the cops drop me off. (laughs) It seems like home. It is home. <laughs> By the way, for the for the fans who are new to the show, Gary's like one of the most responsible <laughs> family men in the whole world. But we have decided that he is a shirtless criminal mm-hmm. uh, who spends most of his time intoxicated. Yeah, because so. being the good guy is no fun. Exactly. And me and Rob are good. Well, we have to have a bad guy. And it's Gary, the <laughs> yeah. shirtless wonder, who uh, probably trains squirrels on crystal meth uh, yeah i don't i don't have proof but i'm 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 a betting man i'm betting that he does have squirrels I'm attack squirrels. over I'm i'll take, take the, the over on the army of squirrels <laughs> <laughs> that gary's training in his front lawn by the way we were talking i don't know if it was last show or this show but we were talking about a scorpion attack that i survived and we just kind of glazed over it. <laughs> we did we were not talking that about was, a scorpion. Uh, we, we, we were. did. No, we did. We it absolutely was three or four did. shows ago, but yes, we did. <laughs> and and we you just, still remember that we, we didn't give it enough. <laughs> we glazed over it. I just want to. I want to be on a record here. I survived a scorpion attack. When? Where? Where? Uh, In my backyard, I stepped on what I thought was glass because it hurt, <gasps> and I looked down. I lift my foot up, and out runs a scorpion, a death scorpion. <laughs> Wait, how do you know it's a death scorpion? Because it was big how and big nasty. Was it? How big was it? A so quarter? I, it size w- of a quarter? <laughs> I got a picture of it after I killed it. <laughs> yeah. It stung me in the, in my second toe, and uh, I didn't lose consciousness from the poison, from the venom, from the death venom, because I'm strong. I have an iron constitution. I'm strong of will and mind and body. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm I'm in favor with the Lord. <laughs> and I said, don't take me today, God. I've still got work to do here on earth. I got 30 episodes of Holy Moly to shoot. <laughs> and a couple podcasts. Oh, Shit. sure, sure, sure. Yeah, sure, how about sure. that? And God, in his wisdom, <laughs> said, not today, Rob. Not today. Mm-hmm. And gave me the superhuman strength to fight off the venom. That was coursing through my body. <laughs> and I didn't even go to the hospital. That's how strong I am. Did you suck it out of your toe? No. Did I didn't anybody? have to. No, I just pushed I went, like I was pushing out a turd. And I, I pushed hard and the venom shot out. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, of course not. But I did survive. <laughs> I'm a survivor. No, but like how, no, how, what do you do in that situation? I screamed. I went, <laughs> oh my God, I've been stung. I'm dying. <laughs> You call, you call nine one one. You said, "Get me eight ambulances." <laughs> I think that's not how you say I it, sir. Ambulance. I go. I go. It's because the venom's taking my tongue over. I'm dying. Honestly, you know what I did? 
Mm-hmm. I, I screamed, oh, shit. And, I, <laughs> and it was unfortunate because my son was there. And oh, no. He shouldn't hear those things. No. Um, like Al. And I looked down, and when I saw it was a scorpion, I went, scorpion! <laughs> and I, I ran and got a shoe, came back and waffled it. Okay. Because I honestly, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe they need the anti-venom from this death creature. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. You know, like they do with snakes. Sure. I don't, what, what do I know? So exactly. I kill it. I kill it. And the pain is setting in. The burn is starting to go through my toe. The venom. Mm-hmm. And I just, I was drinking a, a scotch <laughs> at the time. I was getting ready to get in the hot tub. And, oh. <laughs> and I poured it on my foot. You poured your scotch on your foot? A little bit. Not all of it. I'm not crazy. <laughs> okay. Like, what year? <laughs> I gave it a little taste. Numb it up. Okay. Are we I talking was, like a 10-year or 12-year? It was a 12-year. Okay. I was right as rain. No big deal. I got in the hot tub. Once you poured the scotch on it? Yeah. Oh, interesting. And then I was like, I, I remember like you pee, when you get a jellyfish thing, you pee on yourself. Are you supposed to have someone pee on that jellyfish thing? So I peed all my foot. <laughs> Not, I don't think that's the same. It didn't actually turns out it doesn't apply to scorpions, <laughs> but uh, it does apply to hot tubs. <laughs> so it worked out. Anyway, no, I didn't do any of those things, but I did. All I'm saying is I'm a survivor, and we glazed over like it was so, no big deal. But what, like, how did you recover? Like, how did I? Honestly, that's it. That's all that's I did. It? I just sat there, and about five minutes after the the sting, uh, the burn went away, and the the pain oh, stopped. Man. It subsided a little bit. Eh, about 10 minutes after. You're lucky. And then I was done. And I was like, and then I was with a survivalist in the desert filming uh, uh, my new show on Discovery Channel. Right. And and we caught scorpions. We were eating scorpions, right? We were cooking them over. And I said, I go, you know, I was just stung by one of these. No kidding. About a month ago. And he goes, really? And uh-huh. I kind of, by his by him saying that, he's a survivalist or right. whatever. So I was like, yeah. And he goes, what, what what happened? I was like, yeah, it burned. And it, you know, it wasn't pleasant, but it it, it was fine. He goes, Wow. He goes, a lot of people go into anaphylactic shock. Yeah. A lot of people do things. He goes, you must, you know, uh, not be, that might be, not, must not be a problem for you or you must be, I don't, he didn't say immune to it, but he was like, you handled it well. And I said, that's because I'm, I got superhuman power and strength, right. you know? And it could have been an ant. I mean, no, it was, a, I'm going to show you the picture. Are you it's sure a, it was a scorpion? It was a death scorpion. <laughs> Look it up. There's, it's a death scorpion. It's There's, not called a death it's scorpion. It's called a death scorpion because it murders people every year, annually. <laughs> annually. 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 They, they don't every only year. sting once a year. What? <laughs> annually. You don't know what you're talking about. You've gone crazy. All right. That's you. Guys, you. you guys want to take a few listener questions before we? Yeah, I love that. Sure. All right. Uh well, this is an interesting topic. Ian Heidecki, who uh, sends us questions almost every week. Thank you, Ian. We Thank appreciate you, Ian. it. Wriggles Picks Podcast you, on Facebook. If Rob and Sarah were owners in the XFL, what would be your team names? Just curious. Love the podcast. Hashtag Wriggles Picks. Oh, man. The team names in the XFL are so... Dog shit. Yeah. Like, I think mine would be like the... Um, let's see. the Like the Georgia Light Sockets. <laughs> Like it would be something stupid, like a light, like uh, a scary light socket. <laughs> I think mine's pretty obvious for the Georgia team. Yeah, I'm just saying because XFL names are always just so like they're, they I would never call, sound. The tough. attack squirrels. Yeah, if yeah, they're that's, from that's exactly that's what the southeast. 
the attack squirrels. Yeah. How much fun is that? Think of the mascot. Think of the kitties. Think of all the hats and all the gear. Oh, the merch would be the epic. merch. Thank you, think merch. Think about a light socket. It already looks like a face. Boo! <laughs> what? Attack squirrels. We have the power. How about meth squirrels? <laughs> There you go. Meth, flying meth squirrels, where they're flying and their eyes are all whacked out. Mm-hmm. What's the name they were they, they were training these squirrels on? Penny Lane? What was it called? <laughs> no, Piney. Pine Lane. Piney. Piney Lane. Piney Lane. Um, I'm sorry. I got a little distracted at the beginning there because I'm trying to find this death scorpion that you mocked me about <laughs> but is real. Well, as long as we're talking about the XFL, I'll give a mention to Nick Merringer, who also asked about the XFL. He said uh, he's on board with St. Louis. It's the closest team to where he lives in Indy. And he said the Battlehawks are the uh, best mascot in the league, which... Battlehawks aren't bad, It's not bad, but it's, it's also bad. not a high bar to clear. In oh, LA, how? they've got the Wildcats. So, oh, so that's in St. Louis. So the Kansas team would probably be the closet homosexuals. <laughs> I just found the picture of the death scorpion, and I heard, what? What did you say? Sorry. Let me look at that scorpion. Yeah, that... That's a death scorpion. Gary, you can even see it from there. You're 30 feet away. You didn't didn't put anything next to it, so I can't tell how big it is. You should have put a dollar bill next to it. That looks like it's two cracks in the cements. Yeah. That doesn't look that big. Expand it. it. Expand it, fart house. You're making her get up? Yeah. I got my legs up, Gary. Like Eleven months pregnant. I got my legs up, Gary. <laughs> I'm not getting up. Oh yeah, that's a pretty big thing. Ooh, sh- ugh. Well, Thank gross. You. Its tail is long. Okay. Yeah, I don't want any part of a, a dead scorpion. It tried to kill me. It tried to murder me, but I survived. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. No, 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 no. Thank you. That uh, that might be a death scorpion after all. Thank you. Thank you. That son of a bitch. I think you have to send Gary that picture if you can. Yeah, we'll put it on so the So that we uh, can Facebook put it page. up. Do people want to see the death scorpion? Yes. I think they do. We've talked too much about it to not have the picture. Yeah, I think you have to put it up and we'll just take a, a Twitter poll or something, Gary. Fuck yeah. Is this a death scorpion or is this a tickle monster? <laughs> or the mascot for the Kansas City... <laughs> Don't even. Closet homosexuals. <laughs> Don't the worst. It's a great name. I'd go see him. You know what I mean? I bet their end zone dances are better than anybody else's. <laughs> All right. Julie Vanix uh, Similowski, I believe. And uh, thank you, Janet. Or Julie, I know you've... Uh, I know you've submitted before. Rob, did your wife ever make you any of the three-ingredient crockpot recipes from the book Sarah got you? Oh, that's awesome. Uh, no, she didn't. Huh. Huh. Why? Because she was like, you can cook for yourself. You're a grown-up. <laughs> and it's three ingredients. You dip shit. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's uncannily. It's like you have an Alexa in my house and have been listening to everything I've been uh, that she says to me. That is unbelievably accurate. No, but I wish. I wish. I did a the three-ingredient cookbook, by the way, thank you, mm-hmm. uh, is the greatest. <laughs> yeah. It is. For any single, especially a bachelor, male, uh-huh. who doesn't have any skills. Except making meth squirrels. And, uh, and avoiding death from a scorpion. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, I'm starting to think that you're, you think I'm exaggerating. <laughs> This just, attack that I survived. I just feel like it, that did look like a really big scorpion, and if that stung you, you should not have a foot. It stung me. It hurt. It burned. The poison burned. 
Are you burned. sure that the poison got in? Yeah, in my second toe. Okay. Not my big toe, in my second toe. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, it wasn't Yikes. good. All right. All right. Uh, this one's kind of a rehash from Anne Utrick O'Neill. She says, watch your back, bitches be crazy. But I wanted to <laughs> – then she sent us a link to a story. And we've covered it before. It's won a turd award before. But some of them are good to revisit. This was the one about the chick who had uh, – called another gentleman or who had been called by a gentleman for a booty call and then he fell asleep while she was in route and she set his house on fire (laughs) (laughs) love her Uh oh well you you know well because as sarah highlighted at the time she didn't show up with matches and start lighter (laughs) fluid and and all the accoutrement after she got there and realized he wasn't awake she decided to go to the nearest convenience store and come back and set the gentleman's house on Mm -hmm. fire look a woman scorned there's nothing more dangerous. Nope. Nothing more Hell dangerous. Hell hath no fury. Hell hath no fury like a woman's scorn. Mm-hmm. And look, if you're going to put out the booty call, you better honor the booty call. Yeah. Or you're going to get a fire call. Or, or I'll burn your house <laughs> to the ground and murder you in the process. <laughs> because that's the price you pay for passing out. <laughs> this could be this could be what happened with Lisa Left Eye Lopez and Andre Risen back in the day. You never know. You never know. You never know. You call me over, you're asleep, you yeah. going down. <laughs> Don't you fall asleep on me. Don't you fall asleep. I know you're drunk. Don't fall asleep. <laughs> Don't fall asleep. Because you put out the booty call. Don't make, yeah, I drove all the way over here. The least you can do is stay woke. <laughs> I'm going to wake your ass up well, with a little heat. <laughs> I mean, turn on the heat. Yeah. Oh, man. All right, you guys want one more before we get out of here? Yes, I do. But hold on. Was that on the board or I need to slap that on the board? That was from last year. That's already won. It's been on the board and it's come off the board and it's gotten its trophy. Oh, You can put it back up again if you like. But Anne was just sending it to remind us of how crazy people are. I think Anne might have missed that episode and she thought she had found Uh, a a nugget for us, but I appreciated it. I didn't want to disappoint Has Anne created a new category called the Hall of Fame? The Turd (laughs) Hall of Fame? (laughs) Has she just created the Hall of Turds? Yeah, put her in the Hall of Turds. Should we put this lady in pop as a kid? Well, she's a contender for the Hall of Turds. Okay. <laughs> Done. All right. Uh, George Hinkle says, Rob, are your farts strongest in the morning? <laughs> My girls say that I sound like tugboats coming into harbor when I'm making breakfast. Uh-huh. Um. My farts. Well, sir, I don't fart. <laughs> but I have. I that's probably what saved you from the desk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Full that's of gas. That's a good point, Gary. Hot air. I got, I got all that gas inside my body because I don't let it out ever. And it neutralized the venom <laughs> yes. from the death scorpion. Um, uh, I have friends who fart, though, and this is what they tell me. <laughs> Uh, they say that um, in in bed is when the biggest ones come. In bed, I would agree with that because they lay down and all the Coca Colas and beers they had, all that carbonation <laughs> rotates to the side and then has to find a way out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if being pregnant makes you fart. Oh yeah, it does. It's pushing on everything. <laughs> yeah, because I had one. 
Oh, no. Girls don't fart. What are you telling me? I know. And I don't mean to bring it up because I would never bring it up, but it just never happens like that. And it, you know, do you remember in Revenge of the Nerds when Booger did his burp? Yeah, that lasted forever. (laughs) Yes, that's how it felt. Like, I was like, is this a Guinness World Record? I was so glad no one was home. Chris was at jury duty today. Was it a trapped air pocket? I don't know. I have no idea. I'd never, nothing like that has ever come out of my Did you have carbonation? Did I have carbonation? No. No. <laughs> Do you? This is just a question because I don't know human anatomy really well, especially female. <laughs> Do you think it was a combination baby and mommy fart together? Yeah, it could have been. <laughs> it really could have been. It is a boy. You think you? You think you double barreled? I think yeah, that could be it. That's the perfect explanation because I was like, I mean, it was just like this. <laughs> I mean, it just like it would not stop, and I was like, "This is not." I don't fart, right. but, but again, I had a friend who told me about a four-step fart. <laughs> Have you heard about the four-step? No. Gary knows. Gary, you've had a four-step fart. Oh yeah. So you cut the cheese, but on the walk, okay. going through an airport, whatever, sure, sure, on sure. the walk. But crop dusting. Usually, it's just a pop and you move. But the four-stepper. <laughs> Is one that with every step, it just keeps coming out. It's the devil. It's yeah. the devil. It was, I was so glad I was home alone and no one had to. And I didn't even have, now that I've mentioned it, now everyone knows. But wow. although oh, I did text my boyfriend, I feel like you are not going to believe what just I'm happened. I'm so glad you're in jury duty. <laughs> yeah. Where would you rather be? Here? <laughs> smelling this the this Guinness Book of World Records fart that just happened or a jury duty. Yeah. This is a hard call. Tough. Am, I, am I the only one who feels bad for Maverick? Yeah. Oh, Mavericks what, are Maverick, way Maverick worse. Maverick just Ma- Maverick probably didn't even know. He's probably just di- staring at that squirrel. Chris, still. Chris now blames his farts on Maverick even when we're in the car together and Maverick is not around. <laughs> like, he'll let one. I'm like, oh, and he's like, Maverick. <laughs> my granddad, my granddad used to do that. He used to. He had a dog, Bobby. And he would go, Bobby. And I was so little, you know, I was a little kid. I'd go, I go, Bobby, you're terrible. And it, I didn't even, I didn't even know that that was a possibility that he right. wasn't telling me the truth. You could blame it on. But them. I thought, I thought that is the fartiest dog in the world. <laughs> no. Well, grandpa, you grow up and you learn things. Like there is no Santa Claus, <laughs> and that Bobby wasn't farting. It was Granddad. <laughs> Anyway. Anyway. Oh, that was fun. Oh. I can't breathe anymore. All right. Well, let's get you uh let's get you uh back home uh so you can rest. Okay. And uh, fart. And fart. Yeah. Thank you, Gary. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I am so sorry to my parents and my <laughs> sister who are listening. Oh, I'm sorry too. I've I've said a lot of foul words. <laughs> um I apologize. To As, no one. To no one for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can go to hell. Anyway, it's been Riggle Picks. Rob Riggle here. I'm Sarah Tiana. And Gary, as always, uh, thanks for joining us. Fair, 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 fair. Fair.